ربش رحلی صدری و یسر لی امری وحلل اقتدم من لسانی یفقه قولی آمین السلام علیکم Thank you for joining me again today آج ہم بات کریں گے about Allah's name Al-Fattah which is loosely translated as the opener and the judge Al-Fattah is derived from the root Fattaha and it has four main meanings the most commonly understood meaning is to open to unlock or to reveal and make clear. Surah Fatiha, the opening surah, the term Fatiha is derived from the same root as is Miftah, which means key in Arabic. The second meaning of Fatiha is to make victorious. And we look at victory as an opening to a success. The third meaning is to judge or decide. And one of the names for the Day of Judgment is Yawm al It is used in Surah Sajda, which is Surah number 32, Ayah number 29. Say on the Day of Decision, their belief will not be of any use to the disbelievers. So we know that Fataha means to judge or decide. The fourth meaning is to permit or grant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants by opening doors for his creation, be it the door of mercy, of risk, of peace, tranquility, etc. The root Fataha appears 38 times in the Quran in eight derived forms. Examples are Fatahna, we opened, or Al-Fats, the victory, Mafatihu, the keys, etc. So linguistically, Fattah has the structure of intensification and perpetuity. So Al-Fatih is someone who opens. Al-Fattah is the ultimate opener who opens infinitely. He is the opener, the revealer, the grantor of success. And through his guidance, whatever is unclear becomes clear. Al-Fattah lifts veils and opens hearts and minds. He unties knots and softens that which may be hardened and reveals solutions to all problems. Literally and metaphorically, Allah is the ultimate source of victory and success. Al-Fattah is the ultimate judge who decides to open gates that no one else can. In Surah Sabah, which is Surah number 34, Ayah number 26, Allah says, Say, our Lord will bring us together and will in the end decide the matter between us in truth and justice. And he is the one to decide, the one who knows all. In another verse, Allah calls himself Khairul Fatihin, which is Surah Al-Araf, Surah number 7, when Hazrat Shoaib Salam's story is being narrated and the leaders uh, the arrogant party are telling Shoaib salam that him and his followers will be kicked out of the city unless they turn back to their religion. Upon which Shoaib salam responds, he says, Our Lord encompasses everything with his knowledge. In Allah we place our trust. Our Lord decide between us and our people with truth. And you are the best of all judges, the Khairul Fatihin. In Surah Al-Anam, which is Surah number 6, Ayah number 59, we read, And with him, Allah, are the keys of the unseen. None knows them except him, and he knows what is on the land and in the sea. Not a leaf falls, but he knows it, and no grain is there within the darkness of the earth, and no thing moist or dry, but that it is written in the Kitab in Mubin, the clear record. Al-Fattah gives us what we want by opening doors for us. And Al-Fattah decides what 
we get, when we get it, how we get it, etc. Which door to open at what time. He is the one who reveals the unseen. He makes the impossible possible. Whoever places their trust completely in Al-Fattah, Allah will make a way out for him from places that they would least expect. In Surah Al-Fatir, which is Surah number 35, Ayah number 2, we read, And no one can withhold the blessing Allah opens up for people, and whatever he holds back, there is none to release it thereafter, and he is the mighty and the wise. Critical here to remember is the fact that certain instances can occur where a trial or a fitna may be mistaken for mercy. Allah may be testing us by opening certain doors or opening access to fame, wealth, power just to see how we respond. And we know this because we read in Surah Al-Anam, which is Surah number 6, Ayah number 44. So when they forgot that by which they had been reminded, we opened to them the doors of every good thing until when they rejoiced in that which they were given, we seized them suddenly and they were in despair. This ayah is in reference to disbelievers and the blessings made them arrogant and they were deceived that Allah loves them. However, it was a test for them. Allah opens doors for these people in a manner that is different from how we wish for him to open for us. When we think of Al-Fatah as the one who grants victory, we can think of Surah Al-Fat, which is Surah number 48, and it begins with, Inna fatahna laka fathan mubeen. Surely we have granted you an open victory. Now, many people consider the victory being mentioned over here to be the conquest of Makkah. In reality, these ayahs were revealed a year before as Rasulullah and his companions were returning from Hudaybiyah. And we know that the Treaty of Hudaybiyah had terms which were quite displeasing to a lot of the companions because they were having to leave without being able to perform their Umrah. And a lot of the companions saw the treaty as a defeat for the Muslims. And that is when Allah chose to send down these ayahs to Rasulullah and he is known to have said that last night a surah was revealed to me that is dearer to me than this life and all it contains. The lesson here is that Rasulullah was comforted by these ayahs because he knew that Allah is Al-Fattah and what is Allah's version of victory and success is infinitely better than anything that we may ever be able to envision for ourselves. And we know then through history how the Treaty of Hudaybiyah was eventually so beneficial to the Muslims and for the spread of Islam. Indeed, Allah is the best judge. Allah also promises his victory and success as a reward for his believers. In Surah Saf, which is Surah number 61 in Ayah number 13, after giving the good news to believers of forgiveness of their sins and Jannah as a permanent residence, Allah says, And he will give you another thing that you love. Nasru min Allahi wa fatun kareeb. Help from Allah and a victory near at hand, a glad tiding to the believers. Indeed, Allah opens up ways out of difficulties for his believers. He makes the constricted vast and Allah helps when we don't know where else to turn. There is a narration in Bukhari that there was a Sahabi by the name of Hilal bin Umayyah who was in a predicament where he was going to be punished for something that he didn't do. The Sahabi made dua. Allahumma mafta alayya, O Allah, open up for me a way out of this problem. And Allah then revealed verses 6 to 10 of Surah Nur about Lian or the oath of condemnation as a way out for him. The Sahabi invoked Allah's fatha and Allah revealed verses that led him out of the situation. 
Similarly, we learn about the story of Nuh and how he was preaching to his people for 900 years and they were still denying him. And he made this dua and we read about it in Surah Shura, which is Surah number 26. In Ayah number 118, Hazrat Nuh says, Then judge between me and them with a conclusive judgment and save me and those believers who are with me. And we can read about Allah's response to his dua in Surah Kamar, which is Surah number 54 in Ayah 11. فَفَتَحْنَا أَبْوَابَ سَمَاءِ بِمَاءٍ مُنْهَمِدٍ So we opened the gates of the heaven with pouring waters. This was the great flood which occurred, which is believed to have occurred by civilizations as far back as recorded history goes. And it came because Allah's fatah was invoked. How then do we implement this attribute in our lives? First and foremost, the belief in Allah's fatah should elevate our tawakkal and our yaqeen in Him exponentially. Allah is indeed the one who can help and no might in the world can. Allah has the mafatihul ghayb, the keys to the unseen that nobody has. So nothing is impossible for Allah. Secondly, we must ask Allah to open up doors for His mercy and all His blessings for us. The Prophet ﷺ recommended that we make this dua when we enter a masjid. O Allah, open for me the doors of your mercy. And when we are leaving the masjid, we should recite, Allahumma inni as'aluka min fadlika. O Allah, I ask of you from your bounty. This dua is a good reminder for us because it tells us that when we enter a masjid, we should seek to experience Allah's mercy as we look towards our afterlife. And then as we are leaving the masjid, we can ask Allah for his grace and his bounty for the life of this dunya as well. There is another dua Rasulullah used to make, which was, Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla. O oh Allah, there is nothing easy except what you make easy. Wa anta taj'alul hazana iza shi'ata sahlan. And you make the difficult easy if it be your will. This is the fatah who can ease any difficulty whatsoever. And we must live with this great hope in victory from Allah, knowing as a fact that there will be an opening, inshallah. Thirdly, we must work towards the opening as best as we can. And additionally, we must make the Quran and Sunnah the judge of our actions always. And lastly, be a source of good for others. Help open doors for others so that Allah may open more doors for you. Imam Ghazali writes that to characterize oneself as Abdul Fattah, Man should yearn to reach a point where the locks to the divine mysteries are opened by his speech and where he might facilitate by his knowledge what creatures find difficult in religion and worldly affairs. So be relentless in figuring out answers in whatever specialty it may be and then share the knowledge and experience with others. Let us make this dua, O Fattah, open our hearts to your path and to knowledge and open the doors of mercy, profit and sustenance in our lives. Ya Al-Fattah, grant us a deep understanding of your religion and make it a means of our nearness to you. Ameen. I leave you with that today. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, shadu Allah ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa tubu ilayk. Glory is to you, O Allah, and praises to you. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship but you.